Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. You might notice things sound a little different today. And that's because I've decided to take you with me on a little walk I'm going on near my house. Now, as you know, I normally record indoors, but I did talk recently about the idea of doing some recording outdoors, and that's exactly what I'm doing now. I have what's called binaural microphone. So I'm actually wearing uh, each mic there are two microphones, one for the left side and one for the right side, and I'm wearing each of those microphones in my ear. Yes, they look rather like earbuds, um, so that you can hear what I can hear, and it should have a sort of 3D sound to it. I think you can probably hear a bit of wind there as well. Um, you should be able to hear the sound of football being played at the moment. So I'm standing on a football pitch that's near my house and uh, you can hear all of the shouting and chanting as the people play football. There are about one, two, three, four, five, about six different games being played. There are lots of football fields here and it's quite a cold day and uh, a, a little muddy so I've got Wellington boots on. I'm just about to head towards a train bridge so I'm going to be going under the bridge and there's a train line that runs over the top. Okay, I'm heading to the train bridge now, almost walking underneath it, and it's completely flooded down here. There's lots and lots of water. Hopefully you can, <laughs> you can hear the sound of the water. I'm just walking through. Now, um, as I said, I'm wearing Wellington boots, which are a type of waterproof rubber boot I had to pause the recording then, sorry. I got my uh, 
headphones caught in the, a branch of a tree. Anyway, here's the bridge. Can you hear it? There's like an echo in here. You can hear the sound bouncing around, uh, bouncing off the walls. Quite interesting sound. Now, I'm through the bridge, under the bridge, and heading towards a field, a large field, and <laughs> there's still lots and lots of water here. It's not usually this wet. It, uh, I think it's rained a lot in the night and there's so much water here. If I didn't have Wellington boots on, I wouldn't be able to come this way. Uh, you would, your feet would get soaking wet. Anyway, in this field, there are a number of horses. So at the moment, I can see three horses. Um, yes, just three today, I think. But normally there's a lot of horses. There's usually about 10 horses in this field. And they are very friendly. Um, I sometimes, I don't know if I'm supposed to do this, <laughs> but I sometimes give one an apple to eat. And uh, they really enjoy eating apples, it seems. And they often, often follow me when I'm walking through here. Uh, and they like being stroked on the nose. So I'm just going to walk up to one and uh, see if you can hear any noises that he makes. Okay, there's three over there. Ah, one started looking at me. Ah, is he coming towards me? Oh, nearly slipped. It is very slippy today. If you can hear those birds in the distance that sound a little foreign, they're actually not native to England. That bird, there, it's some kind of tropical bird. Um, I don't know how it got here. I think it was a pet and someone released it. And so it sounds very strange. Now here comes a horse and he's coming right next to me. Hello, <laughs> giving him a bit of a stroke on the nose. He's not making any sounds, any horse sounds. No, he's just trying to eat me. <laughs> Can you hear that? He's eating me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? He's eating my coat. Ooh. Maybe you can hear him chewing. He's eating some grass. And now he, he's walking by the side of me. It must look quite strange. <laughs> like I've got a new friend. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> So yes, those, those birds are not typically uh, typical English birds, I'm afraid. I don't know which country they come from, but uh, like I was saying, someone must have had them as pets and they've released them into the wild and now they're, uh, <laughs> they're breeding. So they're, they're living here and they've got a little family. So when you walk in this area uh, near my house, you can often hear, often hear these... Uh, these tropical sounding birds but um 
I'll try to I'll try to record some native English birds for you, uh, so you can hear what they sound like. I mean, depending on where you live, the birds sound very different. I think. I do remember uh, when I was in Australia. <laughs> the birds sound quite similar to these, actually. They are uh, what? Not not songbirds. So songbirds are birds that have a very. Uh, there's one. Like a nice, they sing a nice song. He stopped. Yep, he stopped. <laughs> Next up, I'm heading towards what's known as a nature reserve in England. So those are places that have been sort of like protected. Um, as a place where birds and other wildlife, fish and, I don't know, little furry badgers and foxes and rabbits and squirrels, <laughs> lots of animals can uh, live there and it's like a, an area where there won't be any, what, any like building work done there. So in this particular uh, nature reserve, there are two large lakes that I'm going to be walking around and you often see um, ducks and swans. Occasionally you see swans on those lakes. Now it's still very muddy as you can probably hear and uh, there is, can, is that a train? I think I can hear a train, I can hear something, it could be a tractor. Um, you, you don't have to walk very far from my house before you get into these lovely open fields and uh, there are some uh, farms around here, quite a few farms and so sometimes you can hear the farmer on his tractor or combine harvester doing some work on the fields. Now I've, I notice there's a little snow in this field um, and there was a little snow on some cars when I came out of my house, so it must have snowed last night, but it was just just a tiny bit. There's really not much left, uh, which is a shame because I do like snow a lot. <laughs> it's a bit cold. I don't like it when it goes, when snow goes very slushy, when it goes, um, when it starts to melt, but when it's fresh or deep and crisp and even, um, it's very nice. Now, I'm a bit worried about how easily you can hear me because these microphones are st stuck inside my ears, which sounds very strange, I know. So they're not designed for picking up my voice. Um, and normally I record with a, like a, a studio kind of microphone, a studio condenser microphone it's called. Um, so we will see. I did do a bit of a quick test earlier on and I thought maybe it's okay, but do let me know. Um, if you don't like this style of podcast, uh, do let me know, but uh, if you do, that's great because I do hope to do some more. I do hope to uh, record some more of this kind of style in the future where I can sort of take you on a walk somewhere around England. And uh, I'm not entirely sure 
where I'll end up. Maybe more like natural places, maybe I could go into more um, like populated areas, you know, areas with lots of people and uh, see what kind of sounds I can pick up there. Although it might be a bit noisy for that. But uh, yeah, it's a fun, fun thing to experiment with, I think. I'm at uh, one, I'm at the largest lake now. And there's some ducks coming towards me because they think I have food for them. But unfortunately, I do not. There's quite a friendly dog coming along. <laughs> Hello. Hi. So you'll probably uh, hear me saying hello to some people who are walking past every now and again because this is recorded live. Well, obviously it's recorded live. <laughs> what other type of recording is there? Uh, but I guess what I was trying to say is I'm going to try not not editing this too much. Um, so, so yes, I'll leave those little bits in saying hello to people and maybe you can get to hear some some English. I don't know, maybe I can talk, maybe I can have a conversation with someone else as I'm going along. Maybe tell them uh, <laughs> why I've got these strange looking earbuds in my ear and uh, why I'm holding this strange looking thing in my hands. So I've got this uh, audio recorder in my hand as I'm walking a around here and uh, maybe it looks a bit weird maybe it looks like a strange mobile phone I don't know anyway uh, I'm walking through this bit which is quite narrow now so quite tight and on the left and the right there's nothing but trees lots and lots of trees but these trees have no leaves on them at all all the leaves have now fallen off and uh, they're lying on the floor but um, that was quite a while ago now that all of the leaves fell off so what happens is you get this sort of brown um, like squashy uh, mushy <laughs> uh, covering of leaves on the floor and that's what I'm walking on now Hello. Hi. So, just walking past another dog walker. Ah, there's some people up ahead of me as well. Wow, this area I'm in now is very, very flooded. Uh, I've not quite seen it like this before. So I think I'm going to have to stop recording now because I've got to pay attention. There's, a, there's like a narrow. Um, piece of wood I have to walk along which is very slippy so uh, let's go and try and do that okay you should be able to hear one or two different birds now I think here comes a dog <laughs> walking by the side of me ah Walking up some steps. And I'm heading towards a small stream 
the stream is like a, a very little river. It sounds quite strong, quite violent or ferocious, but it's really very, oh, lots of water. It's really very small, but wow, it is quite strong today. <laughs> I've not seen it like this before. Let's go and have a listen. quite a nice relaxing sound. I'm just going to walk into this stream because it's not very deep. Ooh. And here we go. I think I got a bit wet then. Yes I did. Oh dear. Wow. Very noisy. I really am surprised by just how much rain there has been because I walk over here quite a lot. Uh, as you've heard, I've been talking to a few people, well, just saying hello to a few people who've been walking their dog over here. It's very popular walking your dog in this area. And uh, although it's like lots of nature around here, it's sort of a bit like a park. So there are proper paths uh, that you can walk around, but at this time of year, they are very muddy so you do have to be careful. Okay, there's quite a few birds in this tree in front of me. And they look like, what are they? I think they might be blue tits. I'm not very good at knowing uh, the names of different birds, to be honest. But they're quite small, uh, with blue, blue colored backs and little yellow chests. Um, and I forgot to mention this earlier, but when you're listening to a binaural recording, you really do have to use headphones or earphones. Uh, if you're just listening from speakers uh, or listening out of your phone speaker, you're really not going to be able to get the, the full effect, the 3D effect. So please make sure you're, you are wearing headphones or earbuds or whatever, um, if you wish to hear that 3D effect and then you can hear what I'm hearing as well. So I'm now walking in a farmer's field and you are allowed to walk in some farmer's fields. Uh, to my left there is a stream that you can probably hear. Uh, to my right there is just a lot of grass and also the sun is to my right and it's particularly nice today because it is a bit cold. Um, it's, I'm not sure of the temperature, it feels maybe around 7 degrees Celsius and uh, the sun is very bright and uh, you can feel the warmth on your body and it's making all of the grass look a nice golden yellow colour which is very nice. As I was saying you can walk through some farmer's fields. Some of them have um, what's known as a public footpath. So that means it's a footpath that's open to the public, like a little road you can walk along. And there's usually a signpost uh, or many signposts along that footpath pointing you in the right direction to go. Now, the area I'm walking on 
at the moment, the little path I'm walking on at the moment is called a permissive footpath. It's different to a public footpath. <laughs> Maybe something to be aware of. So that's a permissive footpath is when the farmer says, you're allowed to walk across my land, across this footpath on my land. But it's the farmer's decision. It's the farmer's choice. At any point, he or she could wake up the next morning and say, no, I don't want anyone walking along this path anymore. Whereas public footpaths uh, that cross farmers' lands, um, the farmer can't close those down. He can't stop people from walking on public footpaths, which is quite nice. It's a nice uh, English thing we have, uh, and sort of traditional English thing maybe. I don't know if other countries have a similar system, but it means there are lots of beautiful places in England that you can walk around and uh, they're sort of protected for the public. So the farmer can't use them, uh, companies can't build on them and that kind of thing. They have to remain open to the public, which is great. Uh, if you like walking around uh, the English countryside like I do. Okay, I'm nearly at the end of my walk now and uh, I've just made my way down onto the canal path. So um, I'm under a bridge at the moment, as you can probably tell. Um, it's, still, it's still wet under here as well. Uh, as I've mentioned, maybe in one of my very early podcasts, the canal is like a man-made river, an artificial river that was built for transport a long time ago. And uh, many, many thousands of miles of canal still exist in England today, but now they're used as more of like a, a leisure, um, used for leisure activities. So you can ride boats on them or canoes or go fishing in them and other kind of activities. Uh, but they are very nice places uh, to walk along quite often. Um, so there's a hedge on the left side of me uh, that's blocking off a farmer's field and on the right is the canal itself. I'm walking along the path next to the canal uh, called the towpath and uh, there's no there's no railing there's no gate or any barriers separating you from the canal you can just if you're not careful you can wander straight into the canal you can fall into there <laughs> which would be very cold on a day like today and the canal water is not very clean so you really don't want to do that anyway on the other side of the canal there are a lot of uh, trees it's like lined with trees tree lined and uh, you often get you often hear many different birds and see many different birds uh, nesting in these trees Anyway, this episode has been a little longer than usual, twice as long as my usual episodes. I do apologise for that. Um, maybe I was a bit excited uh, testing out this new method of recording podcasts for you. Anyway, I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode and I do look forward to talking to you again next time. 
do let me know uh, if you like this style of podcast or if you dislike this style of podcast. Uh, my email address is, as always, in the descriptions, uh, the show notes, the descriptions, whatever you want to call them, uh, for this episode. Anyway, until next time, bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.